If you will, take with me in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Si pueden tomar conmigo en tus Biblias, 2 Corintios capítulo 3. I'm going to pray and then we'll get started. Quiero orar y después empezamos. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you that you have given us today that we'd gather and worship you. God, you are worthy uh, of all glory and honor. Um, God, you're worthy of our time. You're worthy of us setting aside a day and gathering together uh, to worship you. And God, thank you for not preventing us from doing so today. And thank you for allowing us to gather and I pray that we would honor your name this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So before we get to 2 Corinthians, antes que llegamos a 2 Corinthians, go with me to 2 Timothy. Vayan conmigo a 2 Timoteo. So it is the start of a new year. Es empezar un nuevo año. Um, today is the first Sunday of the new year. Uh, the first Lord's Day. Hoy es el primer día del Señor del... Nueve año. And I think it's always good in the first of the year, creo que siempre es bueno en principio de año, to focus on disciplines, uh, enfocar en disciplinas. And especially the reading of God's Word, especialmente leyendo la palabra de Dios. I, I saw a funny meme this week. Uh, me vi, vi una. ¿Cómo se llama? Meme? Foto, esta semana, chistoso. <laughs> and it said, it had a picture of Aaron Rodgers, tenía una foto de Aaron Rodgers, and he was dressed in a Jets uniform. Estaba vestido en un uniforme de los Jets de Nueva York. He is the quarterback, was the quarterback for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Era a mariscal de los empacadores de Green Bay. He's the best quarterback of all time. El mejor mariscal de todos los... Well, he got traded to the Jets. Él fue cambiado a los Jets de Nueva York. And the Jets had high hopes. Los uh, Jets tenían grandes esperanzas. And they planned to go to the Super Bowl this, this year. Ellos planearon ir al uh, uh, Super Bowl este año. They got the best quarterback. Ellos tienen el mejor mariscal. Well, the first play of his career as a Jet, the primer jugada como su carrera como un Jet, he ended his season. Terminó su temporada because he got hurt. El lesionó, lesionó. So it had a picture of Aaron Rodgers running out onto the field dressed as a Jet. Tenía una foto de Aaron Rodgers corriendo al campo vestido como un Jet. And it said, some of you are taking up your Bible reading plan like this. Aunes están tomando tu plan de lectura así, that you're ready to conquer the Super Bowl. Estás listo a conquistar the Super Bowl. And you don't make it past the first play. No pasas la primera jugada, no? And that is what happens many times. Es lo que pasa muchas veces. No, this year I'm going to read the Bible every day. Este año voy a leer la Biblia todos los días. But they're 
There's a lack of discipline, una falta de disciplina. So I want to I make something clear. Quiero hacer algo claro. The only reason that we don't read our Bibles, la única razón que no leemos nuestras Biblias, is a lack of discipline. Es una falta de disciplina. We cannot cope it for anything else. No podemos culparlo por algo más. Algo más. Um, we can't say, well, I didn't have enough time. No podemos decir, no tuvo suficiente tiempo. God in his great providence, Dios en su gran providencia, has given us 24 hours in a day. Nos ha dado 24 horas en a día, seven days a week, siete días en a semana, 52 weeks in a year, 52 semanas en un año. And he has made provision for us to have our Bibles. Nos ha hecho, nos ha provisto para que tenemos Biblias. We, we live in an age, vivimos en un siglo, where the Bible's everywhere. La Biblia está en todos lados. You, we have access everywhere. Tenemos acceso a todos lados. And so the only reason, la única razón, is just a lack of planning, una falta de planear, and a lack of discipline, una falta de disciplina. And I would even submit, y aún sujeta, even a lack of desire, una falta de deseo. And that falls under discipline as well. Y esto cae abajo de disciplina también. So we don't spend time in the Word, no gastamos tiempo en la palabra, uh, because we don't force ourselves to do so. Porque no esforzarnos a hacerlo. And we even justify it with reasons. Aún justificamos con razones. Well, I didn't feel like it. No me sentía. All right? I didn't want to give God second-rate time. No quería dar Dios tiempo de segundo mano. No? I don't want to not do it if I'm not feeling it. No quería no hacerlo si no me siento. <laughs> but the remedy for not feeling like you want to read the Bible, pero la remedia de no sentir como quieres leer la Biblia, is to read the Bible, is a leer la Biblia. That's, the scriptures are what rebuke us. The scriptures son looking us reprinted. They, the Spirit uses the scriptures. The Spirit uses the scriptures. So, 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17. 2 Timoteo 3, 16 y 17. This morning, esta mañana, Brother AJ can't talk. Hermano AJ no puede hablar, so... He asked me to do Sunday school. Me pidió hacer escuela dominical. And I just want to make a case for why we should read the Bible. Solo quiero hacer un caso porque creo que debemos leer la Biblia. First, uh, 2 Timothy uh, 3, 16 and 17. Primera, uh, Segundo Timoteo uh, 3, 16, 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Dice, Toda la Escritura es inspirada por Dios y útil para enseñar, para redarguir, para corregir, para instruir en justicia, a fin de que el hombre de Dios sea perfecto, enteramente preparado para toda buena obra. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. Déjame hacerte esta pregunta. 
if anyone is in Christ, si alguien está en Cristo, if, there, if, if one is in Christ, si alguien está en Cristo, what is the purpose that is in Christ? ¿Cuál es el propósito que está en Cristo? Why has God destined us in Christ Jesus? ¿Por qué Dios nos ha destinado en Cristo Jesús? To be saved, a ser salvos. And what does it mean to be saved? ¿Qué quiere decir ser salvo? What is his purpose for us in Christ? ¿Cuál es su propósito de nosotros en Cristo? To be holy and blameless, Ephesians says. To ser santo y sin mancha, dice Efesios. No? We see in the book of Ephesians also, vemos también en el libro de Efesios, He washes us in the water of the word. Nos lava en lavamento de la palabra. To do what? Para ser qué? To present us. Para presentarnos. Right? Uh, how? Como? Purified. Purificado. Without spot or blame. Sin mancha or And so, the purpose of God in Christ Jesus for us, a propósito de Dios para nosotros en Cristo Jesús, is to present us to himself, a presentarnos a sí mismo, purified, purificado. Right? Now, we know that happens in process. Sabemos que esto pasa en proceso. Right? We, were, we are not perfect now. No somos Perfectos ahora. Right? We know that it happens as edifying, edification. Sabemos que esto pasa en edificación. Building up, edificando. No? And how are we edified? ¿Cómo somos edificados? We just read, all scripture is useful. Toda escritura es útil. Right? So let me ask you this. Dame preguntarte eso. Can the church be edified apart from the word of God? ¿La iglesia puede ser edificado sin la palabra de Dios? No. She cannot. No puede. Right? That, that's what makes it so ludicrous. Eso es lo que hace una locura. When churches will cancel the sermon, cuando las iglesias cancelan el sermón, To do something like have a drama. Hacer algo como tener algo, um, uh, obra de teatro. Or um, I heard uh, about something last year. Escuché de algo el año pasado. On Mother's Day, en Día de Madres, they had no sermon, no tenían sermón. And they asked different mothers, pidieron diferentes madres. Um, from the congregation, de la congregación, to sit in front of the church, to sit in front of the iglesia, and answer some questions about motherhood, y contestar unas preguntas sobre ser madre. And throughout the whole service, there was not even a scripture read. Y durante todo el servicio, no había ni una escritura leído. What purpose does it serve? ¿A qué propósito sirve? So if we would say, si diríamos, Our end is to glorify God. Nuestro fin es glorificar a Dios. We do that, hacemos esta, by being purified, siendo purificado. Right? Our text we just read, 
nuestro texto que acabamos de leer, says in the last phrase of verse 16, última frase del versículo 16, and for training in righteousness. Dice, para instruir para la justicia. Right? Is that not what we're looking for? No es lo que estamos mirando o buscando. That we would be righteous, que seremos justos, that we'd be purified, seremos purificados. That we would be holy and without blame, seremos santos y sin mancha. Well, if we can't do that without the scriptures, si no podemos hacer esto sin las escrituras, then should we not give ourselves to the scriptures? No debemos darnos a las escrituras? So then the question is, how much is it is too much? La pregunta es, ¿cuánto es demasiado? Is it right then to say that we must do that every day? Es correcto decir entonces que debemos hacerlo todos los días. That we're to give ourselves to the scriptures every day. Que debemos darnos a las escrituras todos los días. Is that legalism? It says legalismo. So it's legalism if I say, it's legalismo si yo digo, you can become holy by reading. Si yo digo, puede ser santo leyendo. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. No es lo que estoy diciendo. I'm not saying the act of reading makes you holy. No estoy diciendo el acto de leer te hace santo. I'm not saying that you, by... What's the word I'm looking for? You know, so you're saying, okay, tú por uh, osmosis. Is that the word? Osmosis. Uh, I can sit before the Word of God, puedo sentarme en frente de la Palabra de Dios, and because I've opened my Bible, I'm going to get holy. Porque yo abrí mi Biblia, voy a ser santo. That's sacramentalism. That's a sacramentalismo. That is a, a works-based sanctification. This is una sanctification basado en obra. That's not what I'm saying. No es lo que estoy diciendo. But I am saying that God uses means. Pero estoy diciendo que Dios usa medios. And the means which he's chosen to grow the church, the medios que él ha escogido crecer la iglesia, to purify the church, a purificar la iglesia, is... Through the scriptures. Son a través de las escrituras. So go with me to 2 Corinthians. Vayan conmigo a 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians in chapter 3. 2 Corinthians capítulo 3. This is a very interesting passage. Es un pasaje muy interesante. Starting in verse 7, empezando en versículo 7, 2 Corinthians 3, 7, 2 Corinthians 3, 7. Now, if the ministry of death, carved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of his glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even much more glory, even more glory? Dice in 2 Corinthians 3, 7, y si el ministerio de la muerte, grabado con letras en piedras, fue con gloria, tanto que la, los hijos de Israel no pudieran fijar la vista en el rostro de Moisés a causa de la gloria de su rostro, 
la cual había de perecer, ¿cómo no será más bien con gloria el ministerio del Espíritu? Okay? So you have an interesting passage here. Tenemos un pasaje interesante. Paul refers to something as the ministry of death. Uh, Pablo refiere a algo con el ministerio de la muerte. No? So what is the ministry of death, according to Paul here? ¿Cuál es el ministerio de la muerte de acuerdo con Pablo aquí? The law, la ley, the old covenant, you'll see in just a moment. El antiguo pacto que vas a ver en un momento. Um, he's going to make the comment, va a hacer un comentario, even when they read the old covenant. Aún cuando leen el antiguo pacto. Right? So he's going to refer to that as the ministry of death. Él va a referir este como el ministerio de la muerte. Why does he call it the ministry of death? ¿Por qué lo llama el ministerio de la muerte? He answers that in Romans 7. Él contesta eso en Romanos 7. I was alive apart from the law. Yo fui vivo aparte de la ley. Now think about that. Piénsalo. Paul says as a Judaizer, Pablo dice como judiazante, I was alive. Yo fui vivo. Well, what does he mean by that? ¿Qué quiere decir esto? He was ignorant to the meaning of the law. Estaba ignorante el significado de la ley. And so he felt alive in obeying the jots and tittles of the law. Él se sentía vivo, uh, obedeciendo los uh, iotas y jotas de la ley. So he felt like, this is what I have life. Él se sentía como estos que tengo vivo. He thought he was alive. Él pensaba que estaba vivo. He thought he was doing right. Él pensaba que estaba haciendo bien. But he says, but when the commandment came, pero cuando vino el mandamiento, and he means when the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to the commandment, él está refiriendo cuando el Espíritu Santo abrió mis ojos al mandamiento, sin came alive and I died. El pecado revivió y yo morí. All right? And so here he calls it the ministry of death. Y aquí lo llama el ministerio de la muerte. Right? So he's speaking of this old covenant. Está hablando del antiguo pacto. In verse 9, versículo 9, for if the glory that is in the ministry of condemnation, uh, the ministry of righteousness, much far exceeded. Uh, in versículo 9, dice... Porque si el ministerio de condenación fue con gloria, mucho más abundará en gloria el ministerio de justificación. What does he mean, the ministry of righteousness? ¿Qué quiere decir el ministerio de justificación? Now, this is interesting. This is interesante. I, I think he's going to define that in chapter 5. Creo que va a definir esto en capítulo 5. When he says, cuando él dice... He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Que él, quien no conoció pecado, hizo pecado por nosotros para que en él seamos la justicia de Dios en él. So how is it, and that's the question, como es, y esa es pregunta, how are we the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Como somos la justicia de Dios en Cristo Jesús? 
You, you ever thought about that? That's been Sado Esta. How is it that uh, Paul can say we are God's righteousness? ¿Cómo es que Pablo puede decir que somos la justicia de Dios? I don't know about you, yo no sé de ustedes, but when I look in the mirror, cuando miro al espejo, the righteousness of God is not what comes to mind. The justicia de Dios no es lo que viene a la mente, ¿no? And yet Paul says that is positionally who we are. And Pablo dice positionalmente es quien somos. The righteousness of God. La justicia de Dios. So Paul says it in another place like this. Pablo dice en otro lugar así. 1 Timothy, 1 Timoteo, in verse 16, versículo 17, 16. But I received mercy for this reason. Pero yo recibí misericordia, verso razón, that in me, as the foremost, speaking of his sin, being the first sinner, uh, in me, como primero, hablando de él, siendo el peor pecador, he might show his perfect patience to those who believe in him for eternal life. Puedo mostrar su paciencia, clemencia perfecto a los que habrán de creer en él para vida eterna. He says, when other people look at me, they'll see God's patience. Cuando otros miran a mí, ven la paciencia de Dios. Well, what does he mean by that? ¿Qué quiere decir esto? They'll see a life changed. Van a ver una vida cambiada. They'll see something different. Van a ver algo diferente. And it's like we spoke last Sunday morning, a new creation. Una nueva criatura. No? And the old is gone, the new has come. Antigua ha pasado, nueva ha venido. And so he calls it the ministry of righteousness. Entonces lo llama lo ministerio de justicia. And what he means by that is you see a fruit of it. Lo que quiere decir esta vez el fruto de ella. No? He goes on. Sigue in verse 10, verse 10. Indeed, in this case, what once had glory has come to have no glory at all because the glory uh, that surpasses it for what is being brought to an end uh, came with glory, much more what is permanent have glory. Dice en versículo 10 y 11. Porque aún lo que fue glorioso no es glorioso en este respecto. En comparación con la gloria más eminente, por lo que si lo que parece tuvo gloria, mucho más glorioso será lo que permanece. So the question is, what is fading? Uh, la pregunta es, ¿qué está pasando? And what is permanent? ¿Qué es permanente? And it's the old and the new covenant. It's an antiguo y nuevo pacto. So, uh, he refers to the glory fading from the covenant made with Moses. Está refiriendo la gloria que está pasando uh, del pacto hecho con Moisés. He's going to remain and say, uh, he's going to come a little bit farther, va en un ratito. He's going to say, Moses had to veil his face. Va a decir que Moisés tuvo que velarse, because they couldn't handle the glory of the first one. Porque no podían aguantar la gloria de la primera. But, Hebrews interprets this. Hebreos interpreta esta. And he says, they couldn't stand what was being said. No aguantaban lo que estaba diciendo. They said, please, 
don't say any more. Por favor, no digas más. Right? And that's the covenant there with Moses, a pacto con Moises. And so what is the glory that's permanent? Entonces, ¿cuál es la gloria que es permanente? What is that permanent glory? ¿Cuál es esta gloria permanente? Where do we see it? ¿Dónde lo vemos? Where do we see the glory of the new covenant? ¿Dónde vemos la gloria del nuevo pacto? Well, Paul writes to the church. Pablo escribe de la iglesia. And he, he actually says in the first of chapter 3, dice en la primera parte del capítulo 3, your our letter. Eres nuestra carta. You're the stamp of our ministry. Eres el sello de nuestro ministerio. Look at the church. Mira la iglesia. And you see what we're talking about. Y ves lo que estamos diciendo. What does he mean by that? ¿Qué quiere decir esto? New creation. Nueva criatura. The old is gone. The new has come. Antigua ha pasado. Nueva ha venido. So once again we ask, Where does the glory come from? ¿Dónde viene la gloria? Well, it comes from the work of Christ. Viene la obra de Cristo. And it's shown and made more brilliant. Está mostrado, hecho más brilloso in the life of the church, in la vida de la iglesia. But how does that glory shine? ¿Cómo es que esta gloria brilla? Verse 12, he says something great. In versículo 12, dice algo grande. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face, so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what is being brought to an end, but their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted, because only through Christ is it taken away. Put us there, de versículo 12 a 14, brother. Okay, what do you think about context? You have these Judaizers that are trying to say, you must be circumcised. And, and you got all these people saying, you have to obey these aspects of ceremonial law. And that's what makes you godly. And Paul says, it's a ministry of death. Pablo dice es un ministerio de la muerte. And even to today, aún hoy, when they read of the old covenant, cuando leen del antiguo pacto, when they read of the covenant with Moses, cuando leen el pacto de Moisés, there's a veil over their face. Hay un velo sobre su rostro. Because they're looking to their own efforts. Porque están mirando sus propios esfuerzos. And he says, it's the ministry of death. It's the ministerio de la muerte. He says, but we have a hope and we're very bold. Pero dice, estamos en esperanza. Estamos muy francos. Estamos uh, gloriando. 
not like Moses, who veiled the glory. No como Moisés quien veló la gloria. They couldn't understand it. No podían entenderlo. They, they, couldn't con, they couldn't look on Moses. No podía uh, contemplar a Moisés. Moses did not veil his face because he was ashamed. Moisés no veló su cara, su rostro, porque estaba avergonzado. I, I want to make that very clear. Quiero hacer eso muy claro. Moses doesn't come out off the mountain. Moisés no bajo la montaña. And because he's ashamed of what happened, porque está avergonzado lo que pasó, he puts a veil on. Puso una veil. The only reason he veiled himself because they couldn't look on him. La única razón que él veló su rostro es porque ellos no podían mirar a él. They couldn't handle him. No podían aguantar a él. Right? But... <coughs> So, Moses had to veil himself. Moses tuvo que veilarse. But he says, Paul says, Pablo dice, We don't walk like Moses. No andamos como Moses. We let the light of the gospel shine. Dejamos la luz del evangelio brilla. Then he says this. Y después dice esto. In verse 15. Verse 15. Yes. To this day, whenever... Uh, Moses is read, the veil remains, lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. This comes from the Lord who is spirit. What is the letter day? 15 or 18, brother? Okay, I want to be very practical and simple here. Quiero ser muy práctico y simple aquí. First of all, what's the subject of what Paul's referring to? ¿Cuál es el objeto de lo que Pablo está refiriendo? The reading of Moses. Leyendo Moisés. When you take up your Bible and you read Moses. Cuando tomas tu Biblia y lees Moisés. When the Jews do that, even today, cuando los judíos hacen esto, aún hoy, there's a veil over their face. Hay un velo sobre su rostro. So, there is a Jewish synagogue in Beaumont. I own synagogue de judíos in Beaumont. They're not Christian. No son cristianos. They read the books of the law. Leen el libro de la ley. And Paul says when they do that, there's a veil over their face. Y Pablo dice, cuando ellos hacen esta, hay un velo sobre su rostro. Right? And there's only one way it can be taken away. So hay una forma que puede ser quitado. How is the veil removed? ¿Cómo es el velo quitado? Only by Jesus Christ. Solo por Jesucristo. Well, what are we to understand here? ¿Cómo debemos entender esto? 
Well, Paul is going to say, just as we heard last Sunday morning, Pablo va a decir, como escuchamos el domingo pasado, if anyone's in Christ, si alguien está en Cristo, they're a new creation, nueva criatura. So, only by regeneration. Solo por regeneración. So, this veil is only taken away in Christ by regeneration. Este velo solo está quitado en regeneración por Cristo. Right? So, unless you have and he's going to refer to it, the Spirit, si no tienes Espíritu, you can't understand Moses. No puedes entender Moisés. That's Paul's point he's making here. El punto que Pablo está haciendo aquí is they read Moses and they're ignorant. Ellos leen Moisés y son ignorantes. He says, dice, but when one repents and turns to the Lord, cuando alguien se arrepiente y y botear y ver al Señor, the veil is removed. El velo está quitado. Right? And then he says this. And when the, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Y donde el Espíritu del Señor hay libertad. Now, that verse is used for all kinds of things. That's the versículo está usado por tantas cosas, right? We can dance with jubilee. Podemos bailar con júbilo. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And the Spirit of the Señor is libertad. There's even a song, hay una canción, and it gets you moving. It te pone a mover, no? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Donde está el Espíritu del Señor, está libertad. But in the context here, pero en el contexto aquí, what is it? ¿Qué es? The reading of Moses. Leyendo Moisés. When you read Moses, cuando lees Moisés, if they have the Spirit, there's freedom. Si tienes espíritu, hay libertad. Freedom of what? Libertad de qué? The veil over your eyes. El velo sobre tu rostro. So, in the spirit, you can read Moses and understand Moses. En el espíritu, puedes leer Moisés y entender Moisés. So he says, dice, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So what do we see when we read Moses? ¿Qué vemos cuando leemos Moisés? We all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed in the same image from one degree to glory to another. Dice, porque el Señor, uh, uh, por, por tanto, nosotros, mirando a cara descubierto, yeah. En el espejo la gloria del Señor somos transformados de gloria en gloria a la misma imagen. So when we behold the glory of the Lord, cuando nosotros contemplamos la gloria del Señor, what happens? ¿Qué pasa? There's a transformation from one glory to another. De una gloria, hay una transformación de una gloria a otro. What is that transformation? ¿Cuál es esa transformación? Sanctification. Sanctification. We are more sanctified. Somos más sanctificados. So, here's Paul. What's Paul saying? Es lo que está diciendo Pablo. You should take up and read Moses. Debes tomar y leer Moisés. Why? ¿Por qué? When, where the Spirit of the Lord is, donde está el Espíritu del Señor, there's a freedom. I only to understand, para entender. And what will you behold? 
¿Y qué vas a contemplar? The Lord Jesus Christ, el Señor Jesucristo. You remember John, recuerdas en Juan, Moses spoke of me. Moisés habló de mí. So, take up and read Moses so you behold the Lord. Tomas, lees Moisés para contemplar al Señor. For what? ¿Para qué? So that you're transformed. ¿Para qué estás transformado? So, what does Paul want the church to contemplate? ¿Qué quiere que Pablo, qué quiere que Pablo, que la iglesia contemplar? The Lord Jesus Christ. El Señor Jesucristo. For what reason? ¿Para qué razón? So that we're transformed. ¿Para qué estamos transformados? So that we're from one glory to another. Somos de una gloria a otro. And then he gives this. Dice esta. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Dice. Como por el Espíritu del Señor. It's the work of the Spirit. It's over the spirits. So we heard this last week. Escuchamos esta semana pasada. If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Si alguien está en Cristo, es nueva criatura. The old is gone, the new has come. Antiguo ha pasado, nuevo ha venido. In verse 18, verse 18. And all of this is from the Lord. Todo esto es del Señor. So I want you to know something. Quiero que notes algo. This is my whole purpose this morning. It's told me propósito esta mañana. I want you to see that regeneration and life in Christ, regeneración, vida en Cristo, cannot be separated from God-likeness. No puede ser separado de similitud a Dios. You cannot separate holiness. No puede separar santidad from the Christian calling, el llamamiento cristiano. You, you cannot separate a godly life from salvation. No puede separar una vida piedoso de salvación. Matthew 7, Jesus made it so clear. Mateo 7, Jesús lo hizo tan claro. Not all who say to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. No todo lo que me dice, Señor, Señor, entrará en el reino de los cielos. But the one who does the will of my Father. El que nace la voluntad de mi Padre. You cannot separate the root and the fruit. No puedes separar la raíz y la fruta. And you cannot separate, y no puedes separar, the means of grace of the Word of God, medio de gracia, de palabra de Dios, from the bearing of fruit. De la producimiento de fruto. Right? Paul, a little bit later, comes on. Pablo Masaya dice, in verse, chapter 4, 4. Verse 6, verse 6. For God who said, let the light shine out of darkness, has shown into our hearts to give us the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Dice, Porque Dios que mandó que las tinieblas resplandece la luz, es el que resplandeció en nuestros corazones para iluminación del conocimiento de la gloria de Dios en la face de Jesucristo. So, the whole thing, todo cosa, Paul wants us to contemplate the Lord Jesus Christ. Pablo quiere que contemplamos al Señor Jesucristo. 
We do that from the scriptures. Lo hacemos este de las escrituras, and we can only do it in the spirit. Y solo podemos hacerlo en el espíritu. You, the one with the spirit can understand. El quien tiene espíritu puede entender. That's the freedom. Esa es la libertad. And the Spirit takes the Scriptures and uses them. The Spirit toma las Escrituras y usa. So here's my question for us this morning. Aquí es mi pregunta esta mañana. If the end of the Christian is to be holy, si el final de la cristiano es ser santo, if the Scriptures are what God uses to bring that about, si las Escrituras es lo que Dios usa para traer esta, that we would contemplate the Lord Jesus Christ para que contemplamos el Señor Jesucristo. Give me one good reason why we shouldn't take up and read. Dame un razón que no debemos tomar y leer. Give me one reason why we shouldn't make it our discipline every day to read. Dame un razón porque no debemos hacer nuestra disciplina que tomar el diario. Give, give me one, let me take it a step farther. Déjame tomar un paso más allá. Give me one reason, dame un razón, why it shouldn't be a first priority. Porque no debe ser prior, primer prioridad. When you plan your day, cuando planeas tu día. And you say, well, tomorrow I have to wash clothes, I have to go to work, tengo que lavar ropa mañana, tengo que ir a trabajar, I have to do this, I have to do that, tengo que hacer esto, esto. Give me one reason, well, number one thing you must do, dame una razón, porque la cosa número uno que debes hacer is not to plan for your Bible reading time. No es planear por tu tiempo de lectura. It should not be one of those things where we say, I'll fit it in my schedule. No debe ser una de las cosas donde decimos, voy a acabarlo, uh, a meterlo en mi horario. It should be the very first thing. Debe ser la primera cosa. Look, we spend time, gastamos tiempo, in things that don't last, in cosas que no vale la pena. Every one of us spent time this morning picking out clothes. Todos esta mañana gastamos tiempo escogiendo ropa, thinking, Man, this is going to look good. Pensando esto se va a ver bien. We spent time fixing our hair, the little hair we have. Gastamos tiempo arreglando nuestro cabello, el poco cabello que tenemos. My son Christopher has been asking me. Mi hijo Christopher está preguntando me, Dad, why do you don't have a lot of hair? <laughs> Papá, ¿por qué no tienes mucho cabello? Christopher, be quiet. <laughs> Christopher, callas la boca, no? Um, we all, we all spend time on things. Todos gastamos tiempo en cosas. You know where I think we spend most of our time? ¿Dónde crees que yo siento que gastamos más de nuestro tiempo? Food. Comida. Planning. Planeando. Preparing. Preparando. Thinking. Pensando. And for what? ¿Y para qué? It goes in and comes out. Entra y sale. You need it. Lo necesitas. But we spend most of our time there. Pero gastamos la mayoría de nuestro tiempo ahí. And all of these things are fading. Todas estas cosas están yendo. Can you imagine being 96 years old and looking in the mirror? Puedes imaginar, tiene 96 años, mirando el espejo. And think all the time you spent trying to beautify yourself. 
¿Y pensaste todo el tiempo que gastaste tratando de hacerte más guapa, guapo? And yet eternity is eternal. Eternidad is eternal. Every investment we make in the word of God will never fade. Cada inversión que hacemos en la palabra de Dios nunca se va. You might say, well, I read and I don't even remember. Tal vez dices, yo leo y ni recuerdo. The Spirit brings those things into our hearts. El Espíritu trae esas cosas en nuestro corazón. Here's the beauty of it. Aquí es la hermosidad de esta. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Donde el Espíritu del Señor está en libertad. That means all of my limitations get set aside here. Todas mis limitaciones están puestas a un lado aquí. And I'll have whatever he wants me to have. Y voy a tener todo lo que él quiere que yo tengo. He'll bring them back to remembrance. Me trae a memoria. He'll, he'll bear them on my heart. Lo encarga en mi corazón. So, so why would we not spend our time there? ¿Por qué no gastaríamos nuestro tiempo ahí? I can think of a righteous reason to not do a lot of things. Yo puedo pensar en una razón justo de no hacer muchas cosas. We could even make the argument that there's a righteous reason not to come to church. Aún podemos hacer el argumento que hay una razón justo de no venir a la iglesia. You have flu and you don't want to give it to everyone else. Tienes influenza y no quieres infectar a todos los demás. Now, we could argue about that. Podemos argumentar de esto, but someone could make the argument. I can put us in argument. I cannot think of one righteous reason not to read the scriptures. No puedo pensar ni una razón justo no leer las escrituras. If it is for his glory that we're being transformed, si es por su gloria que somos transformados. Comes through the scriptures. Viene a través de las escrituras. There's no reason. No hay razón. So I just want to exhort us to be disciplined. Solo quiero exhortarte a ser disciplinado. And as I do every year, como hace todos los años, let me give you a remedy. Déjame darte un remedio. Three things to be consistent in your time with the Lord every day. Tres cosas para ser constantes en el tiempo del Señor todos los días. You need to have a time. Debes tener un tiempo where you set aside, this is the time that I'm going to read my Bible every day. Donde dices, este es el tiempo que voy a leer mi Biblia todos los días. You need to have a place. Debes tener un lugar that is your normal place, que es tu lugar normal that you've prepared just for that purpose, que has preparado solo por ese propósito, and you need to have a plan. Debes tener un plan. You can start Genesis and just read through Revelation. Puedes empezar Genesis y leer hasta Apocalipsis. You can get a Bible reading plan like I have. Puedes tener una plan de lectura como yo. You can take one book and say, I'm going to spend the whole year in this one book. Puedes tomar un libro y dice, voy a gastar todo el año en ese libro. But you need to have a time and a place and a plan. Necesitas un tiempo, un lugar, y un plan. And it makes consistency way easier. Y se hace consistencia mucho más fácil.
That's all I have. Es todo lo que tengo. Questions or comments? Preguntas or comentarios? Mm-hmm. Es buena comentario o pregunta, no sé qué es pregunta o comentario. Um, voy a tratarlo como, como, como pregunta. So, Brother Sammy said it's, it's a beautiful sign that the veil was ripped in two, uh, you know, the veil over their faces. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's similar. No, no creo que es similar. Ah, uh, okay. Can we see it something, a physical thing that reflects something spiritual that's happened? Um, yes, depending. Sí, dependiendo. So, the, the ripping of the veil is very interesting. Roto de velo es muy interesante. I think it's one of the most significant things that I see happening when Jesus is on the cross. Creo que es una de las cosas más significadas que... Veo uh, pasando mientras Cristo está en la cruz. I think the greatest symbolism of the ripping of the veil, creo que el simbolismo más grande del velo roto, is that that ceremonial law is done. Esta ley ceremonial ha acabado. That there is no, no longer necessary a physical priest, no es necesario un sacerdote físico to carry anything into that place. A llevar ninguna cosa en este lugar. That, that place is done. Esa cosa terminada. All of the types and shadows of that covenant, todos los tipos y sombras de este pacto, ended there. Terminaron ahí. And it's no longer necessary. Ya no es necesario. And I think that shows that Christ entered once for all, making eternal redemption. Y creo que enseñó que Cristo entró una vez para siempre, haciendo redención eterna. And I think Hebrews brings that out. Creo que Hebreos trae esto. And I think the veil that is speaking of here, creo que el velo que está uh, hablando aquí, is a, a veil of an ignorance to the meaning of those things. Uno velo a la ignorancia del significado de esas cosas. So, these would have this rebuilt. Estas quieren que esta sea reconstruido. And we return to these things. Y regresa a esas cosas. And Paul writes to the Galatians. Pablo escribe a los Galatas. Don't return to those things. No regresas a esas cosas. And I think... Uh, I think their ignorance to the new is what he's referring to. Creo ignorancia de nuevo es lo que está refiriendo. The ignorance that Moses even understood. The ignorancia que aún Moisés entendió. The book of Hebrews in chapter 11, Libro de Hebreos, capítulo 11, says, tells us, nos dice, 
that they looked past those things. Ellos miraron pasando esas cosas. But because it was shown to them, fue mostrado a ellos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Este velo que no permite que ellos ven lo que significa. Right? So, they're looking at Moses. Están mirando Moisés and they're missing the point. Están perdiendo el punto. They don't... It, it's like when someone without Christ takes a Bible verse and says, let me give you a Bible verse. It's como si alguien sin Cristo tomó una versículo de Biblia. Déjame decirte esto, Biblia. You know, they quote it all the time. Citen todo el tiempo. Don't judge or you'll be judged. No juzga, sir. Vas a ser juzgado. They don't even know what it means. Ni saben qué quiere decir. No. I, they, they just, they don't get it. No entienden. Oh, amen. Anybody else? A comment or a question? I can must print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dice hermano AJ, cuando alguien está en su cama de muerto, muchas veces lo ves que no tienen hambre. Y cuando un cristiano no desea la palabra de Dios, debemos tener cuidado. Uh, porque puede significar que estamos muy enfermos. ¿no? Amén. So I'll end with this. Yo termino con esto. Wow. James says, Santiago dice, the one who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. El quien conoce lo bueno que debe hacer y no lo hace por el pecado. And uh, we should take up and read. Debemos tomar y leer. Amen, brother. Will you close in prayer? Manuel, invite to me.